Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you my top favorite habits that will make you successful. My top favorite money habits, obviously. (laughs) Now, for those of you that know me very well, you will know that one of my absolute all-time favorite books is Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's I recommend recommend it like every podcast I go on. I just love it. I just think it's so well written and it's one of those books that's so tangible. And you know when you read a book and you go, wow, I feel like I already knew all of this information, but it's just been put across in a way that makes so much sense. That's, That's the book. That's the essence of the book. So... I highly recommend it. But one of the concepts that he talks about is uh, marginal gains. So how to be 1% better every single day. And it is one of those things where, of course, it makes so much sense. But if you're trying to become a better person or you are trying to do more, you want to, there's things you're trying to call in. The best thing that you can do is be 1% better a day. For example, if you want to be fitter and you want, a better body. If you go to the gym once a week and do a two hour session, that is going to be less effective than going every single day to the gym for 15 minutes, even though roughly the time adds up to be about the same, sort of. That's the concept of marginal gains. It's to be slowly getting 1% better every single day. So when you think about it in regards to wanting to achieve something big, let's say one of your big financial goals is to save 30 grand for a house deposit or to invest so that you can retire early or to clear a mountain of debt on credit cards and store cards, right? The task itself feels overwhelmingly big and usually causes us to procrastinate, right? We're like, I can't even face starting that because the end goal feels so far away that the thought of starting, let alone even making progress is just too much for us. And that means no progress is ever made. So we end up just a year rolls around, we're in the exact same position. And we're like, hang on a second, I said I was going to save this year. Or hang on a second, I said I was going to get rid of my debt this year. And yet I haven't done anything. A whole year's gone by. So it's about thinking and asking yourself, what can I do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to help myself achieve those big financial goals? And that is where your habits come in, right? If you can understand the impact of all of those small, tiny daily habits the impact that they have on a bigger picture, oh, you are going to be running yourself so many rituals, so many routines. It's going to be magical, right? Creating routines and habits around your relationship and your uh, management of money is going to support your journey, right? It's going to help you have a healthier mindset. It is going to allow you to manage your money in a way that feels good. And it's going to allow you to work towards those big and exciting goals, basically. And to add to that, your environment is your life, who you surround yourself with, what is in your environment, what is in your space around you. 
All of that plays a huge part. And the routines and the habits of your everyday life have a far bigger impact than those infrequent and big actions that you might take every now and again. So here are some of my top favorite money habits to help you successfully manage and uh, grow your money in 2023. So first up is about creating a budget and tracking your expenses. It's one of those things that is like top of people's lists to do but they never seem to actually do it successfully because they haven't found a method that works for them or they think that there should be a certain way that they're doing it but honestly budgeting is finding a solution that works for you through trial and error frustrating as it is it is just one of those things like with budgeting it's so personal And it can change depending on the job you're in, the lifestyle that you're living, the type of person you are. But it is so important to have a budget, to have a spending plan. Because if you don't create a monthly or weekly budget, how do you know whether you're living within your means? How do you know that you're not spending outside of what you can actually afford? That it's... Can't even talk. The rule, one of the number one rules of personal finance is learn how to live within your means. So don't spend more than you have coming in. And it sounds like the most practical, simple, logical rule, but yet it's one of the hardest to stick to. That's how people end up in unmanageable debt, not sticking to their budget, unable to save or invest, right? Because we spend more than what we actually have. So that is a key thing that the budget is going to help you do. And as part of that routine or as part of that habit, track your spending throughout the month. Make sure you know where your money is going. Are you sticking to that budget? Have you been spending consciously, mindfully, or mindfully? Is that a word? Mindfully. Or have you been spending mindlessly and unconsciously? (laughs) And the tracking with that is going to help. Okay, then... And I love this one. It's a favourite one of mine. I know they're all top favourites, but can you have a favourite of your (laughs) favourites? So practising gratitude every single day. Practising gratitude quite literally is saying what you're grateful for in life. I am grateful for my friends. I am grateful for my family. I'm grateful for the roof over my head, the food that we eat. We forget to be grateful for essentially what are our basic needs because we just think, well, it's just, yeah, of course we're going to have those things. But there are people who are, who who don't have those things. Like this is a whole other topic. You know, the poverty in Britain in itself is fucked up and very sad. So there are people literally living below the po- poverty line and who don't have a roof over their head, who don't have hot food, hot water. So if you are one of the lucky people that do have that, practicing gratitude for that on a daily basis is so important. And the point of practicing gratitude isn't this woo-woo like, oh, everything will all be flowers and rainbows. There's actually a scientific purpose or biological uh, reason that we practice gratitude. When you practice gratitude, you're literally raising your vibration. You're literally changing your emotional state because you cannot be grateful and frustrated, angry, stressed, sad at the same time. So even if you're only practicing gratitude, truly practicing it for five minutes a day, especially in the morning, oh, such a good way to start your day. And to add to that, we live in this world where we are constantly marketed to on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook, walking down the street, wherever it is, our phones always listening to us, sneaky, sneaky. And Therefore, we are always being told that we need to fix a problem that we probably don't even have. And yet suddenly these companies have the solution. Buy this product, buy this service, buy this. Now, I think that there is a balance, right, between um, spending your money on things that bring you joy, that really you love, 
that you feel is your purpose, that helps you feel creative or whatever it is, or just spending because you feel like there's a problem that you need to fix. There's a big difference. And you only really get that from A, being mindful, but also practicing gratitude for what you have. And also practicing gratitude for who you are as a person. And this is where the self-worth link to money comes in, because if we don't feel worthy or we don't like who we are, we sometimes turn to spending money that we have or don't have to make ourselves feel better. We end up spending money because we don't feel like we're worthy of having money and building wealth. So therefore we just get rid of it as quick as possible. That link to self-worth is so important. So part of this bigger picture is is improving your self-worth and how you feel about yourself. And part of that can come from practicing gratitude for who you are and the life that you are currently living. Now, another habit is to check your bank account regularly. Like it's, it's a classic. We all know that when we don't check our bank accounts, more money is not going to appear. It's not going to magically multiply any money available in our bank. If anything, it actually does the opposite because by not checking, we don't know what's going on in there. It's like a black, dark cave that no one wants to dive into. But actually, you need to see, you need to build a relationship with your money so that you feel comfortable checking your bank account. Now, when you check your bank account, you're not just looking at how much is in there. But you're also checking, have the right bills come out? Have they come out of the right amount? Has anything bounced? Is there any suspicious looking payments that aren't in there, that are in there that shouldn't be in there? Like, it's so much more than just checking how much money you have. Because you're right, it's not just going to change on a daily basis. But it's important to feel connected to the money that we do have. And knowing, this is how much money I have. This is right now within my budget what I can afford to buy or spend on. And building a relationship with your money, no matter how much or how little you have, is important. Because the more you get in the more there is to manage. So therefore, checking your bank account is an essential habit that is going to help you to feel better about your money and manage more than you currently have. Another habit is about setting goals, financial goals, and tracking your progress, right? It's kind of like set creating a budget and then tracking your spending. It's the same concept. You do the forecasting and then you've got to make sure you want track. You got to make sure that you know you're headed in the right direction. Now, the reason why we create goals in the first place is to give us that sense of direction, right? Whether that is to clear debt, save more, invest more, etc. First and foremost, you need to know what you're working towards. If you aim at nothing, you will hit nothing. Whereas if you have a goal, even if you don't hit it exactly, at least you were headed in the right direction, right? But then to add to that, to keep you motivated, to make sure you know you're on track, you need to track your progress. You need to see yourself consistently doing it every single month because, and I've mentioned this before, compounding is your friend. So every little bit that you do every single month is going to make a huge difference over one year, over two years, over three years. It really does all add up. And the final top habit slash tip is to introduce money dates into your monthly calendar. Now, I'm going to do another episode um, in a couple of episodes, in a couple of weeks, which is going to be all about this one. But money dates are essentially the thing that you do where you sit down with your finances once a month, you create a budget, you reflect on your spending, you look at your financial goals. So all of those things that already are habits, but you're then doing it in one goal. You're you're, you're making a money date the, uh, the habit itself. And that is going to help you improve your relationship with money. And the thing is, it can be fun. They can actually be quite fun. 
You can make them fun. You can, I mean, you could introduce some wine, but that could get messy. But if you're in a relationship, you can do it together. If you are single and you live on your own, you know, get cosy, have a cup of tea, all those things that make you feel good. But that is one of the best habits I think that you can do um, for getting in touch with your money and building a good relationship with your money. And all of those things are going to help you have a better relationship with money. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's five of my top habits that I think that you could introduce into your financial world in 2023 to carry with you throughout and watch how you are able to build wealth and improve your relationship with money within the space of a year. Like a year is a really, we think it's a long time, but actually it's not that long at all. It's not, especially when you're like, oh, January's cold and we don't get paid for ages. February and March are like those in-between months where everyone's getting excited for spring. April comes along, you got, oh, spring, summer's on its way, bam, it's summer. And everyone's just in an absolute oblivion of sun and picnics and beer gardens and just living our best lives. And then rolls around autumn and we're like, oh my God, how is summer over? Did anybody feel like summer was over really, really quick? Oh no, it's going to start getting cold soon. And then along comes October, November. And then before we know it, it's Christmas, right? Like not to scare you all about 2023, but time goes fast and you don't just want to think about those bigger goals. You want to think about those routines, those processes, those systems that you have to help you manage your money in a way that is going to make you, is going to set you up for success. And these are those habits. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and please do share this with anybody you feel needs it. And I look forward to hearing, well, I always say I look forward to hearing you from the episode, next episode, but... I can't hear you guys just talking to myself. So please do tune in for next episode. See you next time.